Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, Why don't you just type it in numerically? Do you have to look everything up? Well, I don't have it to scan. It's over there, so I'm just going to type it and search I'm it. I'm pretty sure all gin has the same amount of calories. No, that's not true. <laughs> Name a difference. Name a woman. Uh, some of these are... Well, since I searched Hendrix gin. Mmm. Mmm. But if I just search gin, this is, what, a one and a half ounce? Yeah. <laughs> Nah, it's whatever, like eight ounces. Is it? Yeah. Why? It's a cup. It's a cup of gin? Yeah. Oh, eight ounces. I thought you were, for some reason, my mind was saying 0.8 ounces. I'm like, why? Because I like odd numbers. Half, half shot. Eight ounces. A full cup of gin. Gin. Um, 500 calories. If I just search gin. See, there's a lot of different kinds of gin. But okay. what are the calories? They're all different. How much do they vary? Uh, typically about five. So it doesn't fucking matter. It does for me, okay? I'm on a strict calorie diet. Why don't you jump up and down three times and <laughs> you'll get rid of the difference. Well, I have to. I'm up 89 calories this, today, so... Because you're a big, <laughs> smelly bird. <laughs> Uh, whatever. A big, fat, smelly bird. Big, fat, lumpy, tumorous. moist, humid, <laughs> just scraggly, vile, uh, rabies-infested, <laughs> round ball bird, flea crawling, parasite-infected, three-foot bird, riddled with STDs. I don't know where Why? you got them from. I'm a little loud now. Well, yeah, because. I told you we'd be screaming. Oh my god, we're not even screaming, we're just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now it's good. Now it's, that's better. That's better. That's better, Spencer. It's better. Oh, pop that fan for me. The dog's under the table, isn't he? Nope. Mamity! <laughs> He's not gonna want to come back. Okay. We won't do it again. <laughs> oh. We might. Tell him oh. I love him. It's true, though. Oh, he was having a bad dream on the couch today. And I was like, and then he stopped having his dream. Uh, did he wake up, though? No. Uh, Bailey will do this thing where she's like, and then I'm like, Bailey? And she goes, because when she wakes up, she's like, oh, dear. Because I can only imagine that she's having bad dreams about me. That there's nothing else that happens to her. See, I wonder if Kennedy's dreams are about me or if he's just like chasing squirrels or something uh she whines like she's dying so i'm not well he, sometimes his are whines but you know what that dog's like when he barks he's like everything's happening that's her bark that sounds Spot on. It does, doesn't it? Just like full on busting a gut. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I thought of Scooby Doo. Yeah, I don't know. Whoa! Like, oh, oh, oh. That was too loud. That was a spike and everything. I need you to turn your mic like, off. Here, this is. 
That's better. Oh, this is, this That's is so better. much better. It's so much quieter. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. Oh, it's, it's Christmas. <gasps> Did you see the Vine? Or not a Vine. What are they now? TikToks. TikToks. Uh, the TikTok of the guy whispering to his Alexa. It's really fucking weird, but it cracked me. Fucking, it's kind of nasty, too. Uh, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, we don't have an Alexa here, so we yeah, can freely I know, say he, like, Alexa. He walks in, and he's like, hey, Alexa. And, and she's like, Alexa, Alexa comes on, like, normal voice, and she's like, hi, you know, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. And hi, then Spencer. Goes, well, since since you're whispering to me, I'll whisper, too. And so then Alexa's whispering back, and he's like, hey, Alexa, fart for me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like. And she, like, makes a farting noise. The stupidest shit ever. And then he's like, Alexa, oh, yeah. And she's like, did you like that? Like, (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, still recording. Fart for me again. And then he does this, like, really nasty fart in, like, water. (laughs) Super bubbly one. He's like, oh, fuck me. (laughs) That's where the video cuts off. Ew. (laughs) That's disgusting. But I was dying so much. So much. He was like playing a weird sex thing with this Alexa robot. Oh, God, that made me cry again. I was crying when I was watching it earlier because I was really laughing really hard at it. I wonder if Google can laugh. Hey, Google, can you laugh? That's what I want to do if I'm ever afraid that somebody's in the house. It's so creepy. Hey, hey Google, can you laugh? <laughs> Did it listen there? It started to. Oh. It <laughs> that was a different but that's laugh. the incorrect laugh because my Google's supposed to be a man. Um, hey Google, can you laugh like a man? I can you laugh, laugh like my own jokes? Someone has to do it. Oh boy. <laughs> Too much is going on. <laughs> what is I asked him to laugh, and he said, I think the expression kitty corner, I think it's my all-time favorite. Well, that one was also giving me a whole explanation and didn't ever actually laugh, so... Laugh. <laughs> I'm just going to Google okay, what a laugh but is. only if you laugh with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> it's such a creepy laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even like... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> like a witch. Especially going from your Google, like, okay, I will do what you need me to you do. You want me to laugh for you, only if you laugh with me. <laughs> but how's it different than us? <laughs> Honestly, truly. Because I have such a deep masculine voice, and then I laugh, and it's like butterflies. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like. Like a dying fairy. <laughs> or uh, basically a witch. More like a witch. We're, yeah. we're witches. We're still bog witches. It's fine. Oh, uh, we well. We should do this, shouldn't we? Sure. Did you get one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope, just for you. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. When has that ever happened? Just me taking a shot. I'm sure if your mom, if you asked your mom, she'd be like, <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Come on, you to go faces. Um, I'm sure if you ask your mom, she'd be like, you probably took a million shots at Fourth uh, of July. <laughs> Two drinks, Chris. He keeps taking that dog for a walk. She's got a bottle of gin strapped <laughs> under her. Oh my gosh. Is it true? 
Bailey having a bottle of gin strapped on her? Yeah. Is that weird? No. She just keeps it keeps me company. <laughs> This is not a, a video. Okay. Nobody can see no what we're doing. No one can see us making faces at each other. But it's hilarious. It is. Because it has to do with this uh, show that we're doing. This, this is the, the This is our Rupee Podcast. The Rupee Pablas. The Rupee Podcast. And today we're going to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. But first. But first. Let and me, there's more. <laughs> and if you call in the next 10 minutes. Please don't call us. I don't actually have a phone. What do you want to so. I tried to call my vet today and they didn't respond to me. Anyway, it's not important. <laughs> well, a recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in all the highest levels in over a decade. Hi, Spoopy. Ah, uh, shit. So, anyways, a recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients with full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakeBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. <laughs> Baked Bones is an LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones probably donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones! <laughs> Very nice. I like that. That was really good. Um, do we... Uh, we, um, I'm ready to talk about Drag Race. Okay. <laughs> so the answer is no. The so answer is did, I'm ready to talk about Drag Race. we did record that. <laughs> me whispering. Excuse me, nobody heard you. Okay, whatever. Um, I'm ready to talk about Drag Race. So if you want to talk about Drag Race, unless you've got something else to discuss. I want to talk about my brownies first. Can okay. you smell them? I can smell them. Smell I good. love the smell of cooking brownies. But surprisingly, I'm not a huge fan of brownies. Really? Yeah, like, I mean, I'll eat them, but, like, they're not, like, my, like, favorite thing. They wouldn't be my go-to either. Yeah. But I would have had to wait for the butter to soften, and mm -hmm. I'm not, I wasn't interested in that journey today. What were you going to do with the butter, soft, softened butter? Make you know cookies. You can beat it, right? Yeah, but I wasn't, I don't know. Why? It's really easy. Well, I didn't know when you were uh, going to be here, and I you showed show, up. I show up between 7 and 7.30 most of the time. You show up between 7 and 8 is a, a uh, more There's responsible some, but estimate. See, in the days that I'm showing up past 7.30, I text you. That I, I no, normally, no, no. Normally say I'm getting in the shower at like 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, and that normally means I'm And I'm like, that's too much information. Please don't share that with me. I'm just updating you that I'm not going to be there at 7. If I'm updating you, I won't be there until after 7.30. If I don't text you, I'll be there somewhere between 7 and See, my go-to reaction is generally you'll just be here at 
no matter what happens. That's a good good estimate. And that way I'm never disappointed. Yeah. You're just like, well, I told Chris Seven he'll be here around 745. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just finishing the brownies when you arrived. And I was like, oh, no. Chris showed up. I've got powdered sugar in my hair Where's on my here? apron. 715? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I was paying attention. <laughs> Some car almost hit me. Over on, uh, um... I would do it. The one that goes this way before it goes in front of the Kroger. Um... Pol- Polk. No, no, no. Not Scott. That one. No. Oh, uh... The um, one next, after that. Ellen something? Ellen's Burger? El- I don't know. Anyways, um... I Elgin. Was, no. Um, I was on... Elgin goes the same direction as Polk does. Cullen. It might be Cullen. Anyways, it is Cullen. Okay. Um... So I was going on that one, and both of the lights at the highway were a flashing red, and so I did my turn, because there was no one on either side. And then I get to the other side, and someone raced to stop before me, so they could go before me again. But then they went, well, so then this next person, I guess, was coming up and just assumed that that meant, like, green light, even though it was flashing red, like, that means stop. So they just, like, started going as I was going, and I was like, Mama, this is garbage. They started the brakes, luckily, but I was like, Honey, this is not going well. And also, if they had totaled my car, I'd been like, or if they hit my car, I'd been like, it's totaled. I need, I totaled. I need a new car. Because then I'd be like, look what you did to the back of it, too. Look. Yeah. <laughs> look, the bumpers just popped right off. Somehow that happened. Oh, my God. Anyway, so I would like a Mini Cooper. <laughs> I'd like anything that's not this car. Okay, thanks. I would like something small and cute. <laughs> just, mm, no, I don't want small. I want, I want the same, similar size stuff. I want a four-door sedan. I want a four-door Jeep, actually. Oh, so I we're part a, of the Jeep family. I wanted a Jeep since I was in high school. Me too. Well, but I got one. <laughs> but I have one. But I bought it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I really want. But A Wrangler? Are, what? A Wrangler? Uh, a Wrangler's fine. Yeah, I'd like a Wrangler. Wrangler's my favorite one. What? Do you have other options? Well, Ruben My on. first car was a, uh, a Liberty. Uh, my parents got it for me. Okay. Um, Which one's a Liberty? The oh, no, one with the circle lights. Oh, okay. And it's just like kind of round. It's like a Wrangler, but round. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, we can't ever get you a Wrangler because you'll flip it over and die. Well, that was when they used because to flip. They still flip. Well, not as much. Not they're... Still more than any other car. Well, that's, yes, that's true, but not as much as they used to. <laughs> but mine is a 2013, and they bought me yeah, a car in 2008. In <laughs> oh, well... For when they got less top-heavy. <laughs> most of the time, still, I'm like, this is a... The highway suggests 40 miles an hour around this turn. I'm going to do 40 miles an hour. Uh-huh. Because I, I'm not... That's what I do in that car. Especially coming from, like, Galveston up to, like, on the 288 interchange there, 45 and 288. Um, it's like, this suggested speed limit is 40. I go 60 around every single time. And don't die. Well, I guess 55. I do hit my brakes a little bit. If it tells me to do less than 50, I'm going to pay attention because yeah. that thing's going to... It's so narrow. Have you never driven in that with me? Yes, I have driven. It, we drove up to Woodville together. We right did, now. yes. So there's no... It's like we're sitting side by side. Mm-hmm. There's no there's space no, in yeah, the middle. No it's narrow. <laughs> it I could rough. do this and I'd be touching. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, get away. Um... Well, I want a Jeep, and I want either a Rubicon or a Wrangler, but Wranglers are cheaper, so a, I will probably... A Rubicon is a Wrangler. Oh. A Rubicon is a specific type. There's 
Oh, then I want three different either, types of rank. Okay, well then I either want a Rubicon or a Sahara. Those are the two that I yeah, want. Yeah, so there's Rubicon, Sahara, and Sport. Okay. And I have Sport. Okay, well I want either a Rubicon or a Sahara. But the I Rubicon wanted Sahara. Are more expensive than Sahara. Mm -hmm. Sport is the cheapest. That's what I got. <laughs> so I got that. Sport one. X. Yeah, and so I was looking on things that like um, Carmax, not Carmax. What's the one? No, I think no Carvana. Uh, the car vending machine that I see on all of the things that are advertising all the time. They had some pretty decent deals on them, especially with like my um, credit score and stuff like that. And it was like, you know, 300 something dollars a month. And I'm like, that's not terrible, but I'd also like to put down more dollars down so I have uh, less. I put a hefty deposit. Down. Yeah, that's that's my plan. Um, I'd like to, but I'd they're still expensive. I'd like to pay off like half of it <laughs> for a down payment. I, know I paid off probably grand. a third of it. Yeah, that's kind of what I want. To do, I want to do half, close to the half. But the best thing about it is, they keep their value fairly well. I know that's what I love about them. <clears throat> Plus, I don't really drive a lot right now. <laughs> At all. Well, I mean, I've had that car since 2016, and I've only put um, what twenty five thousand miles on it. Not even that. Where do you drive? You drive from your well, house I mean, to the grocery store and then to when, here. Yeah, whenever I got that car, I was originally that was still when I was living at the. Um, uh, way far west side of town so i was driving into uh the north loop area <clears throat> and then i moved over to the the heights and then i was driving you know not even two miles to work and then i started working for right now which was not that far away again as well um so i mean it's only whenever i go on a trip to like galveston like oh i just drove 45 or to woodville like, ooh, I, I really did a road trip 100 there. miles. There you go. It's crazy. Um, so Can I, you change chairs? Hey, I'm sorry this is making that much noise. I don't know why it's too much. I'm just fat. <laughs> no, it's because I need to tighten it. Oh, so it's more. your fault, not mine. Well, it's mostly your fault because <laughs> yeah, you're I'm a, a big fat bird. <laughs> with, like, a really bumpy beak. I love that we've said this now twice on the podcast and everyone's like, What? Why do you keep going towards the bird thing? Because we're playing the Dungeons and the Dragons. We're doing Dungeons and Dragons, but we're doing it Star Wars style. And I chose a species from Star Wars um, that is a bird. And mine's a hot slut. <laughs> a hot slutty fish. Amon Ariana Grande. I understand. I uh, No, I, I understand. Uh, I wonder. Did you look up more about your species after no. you left? No. Oh, okay. Uh, if my jokes are going to go over well with actual women. Oh, I. I They're going to go over well with Savannah. No, it'll, it, it will go well with Savannah, but uh, also Jamie will love them. But I also prefaced with Lauren as well, and she was laughing the entire time, so. Because um, I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Regardless. I like, I they can just be uncomfortable. I was telling Savannah about her, her character last night, and I was like, you guys are both hot sluts taking over the galaxy together. And she was like, what? And it's like, so you and Savannah have to like message each other, message each other to set up like a backstory because you guys are apparently together. Uh, not together together. Well, you could be. Um, but We're like, not dating. I'm married. <laughs> oh, okay. you're married? Even though you're a hot slut just taking over the galaxy? That character's married. <laughs> Oh, okay. To being a hot <laughs> So I was like, you have to figure out your backstory for this. And she was like, I'm just Baby Yoda. I'm like, okay, you can pretend to be Baby Yoda, but you still have to create a backstory. <laughs> I'm sure she's real, or she's watched um, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, because that's basically our backstory. Mm, Dolly Parton ran our... Um, brothel. Brothel, yeah. Probably. And I told her, I was like, uh, you like to build things and you're a poison assassin, but also you're dumb. <laughs> as shit. Dumb as shit. And I told her, like, I rolled a bunch of low rolls. I rolled one so low that, that Nick was like, yeah, you're going to have to re-roll that. 
<laughs> and she was like, wow, you're the worst. I'm like, yeah, but you're able to dodge people and get out of that <laughs> business. So <laughs> hmm. that worked in her favor. Anyways, this is not the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Wait, hold on. Uh, not a bad idea. I don't. I don't know about the audience for that, but it's something worth looking at. There's a niche audience for fucking scary stuff. You can find audiences for everything. It's not niche, honey. There's someone that I follow on Instagram who created a podcast called The Ryan Murphy Project. And he's just hot, so he's got a bunch of followers. But I say, what? Ryan Murphy. Yeah, anything that was made by Ryan Murphy, they're like reviewing it, essentially. So like Glee, American Horror Story, and there's apparently been a bunch of movies that like... They don't just, like, review the whole thing as a whole. They review, like, either seasons. Well, I haven't really listened to it or looked at it. I haven't listened to it at all, but I haven't looked that far into it. But from what I understand, they're, like, reviewing certain situations. They're not even, like, reviewing, like, or certain episodes. They're not, like... Shows that aren't even related, but could be. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. Anyways, this is about RuPaul's Drag Race, and we've talked about a lot of stuff. a, A podcast that was not ours. We don't know or that one it. or endorse don't it. Don't listen to it. I've, I've not watched it. Listened to it. And uh, I'm the podcast aficionado of, of anybody that's on our podcast. Oh, oh. So. All right. Do you listen to podcasts? I listen to our podcast. Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Because oh. I'm culture. Okay. I'm the only listener of our it's not true. <laughs> not true. It's my, not true. My family up in Canada listens to you. They do. I know. That's good. Because thing. they love me. Mm-hmm. Aww. You want to talk about Drag Race already yeah, or what? Holy fuck. Oh my god, it took us long enough to get here, you. Fat. <laughs> okay, so let's start the episode. Um, we got the, the winner circle. Mm, uh, don't in the call wor- them that. I don't like that. Call them A team. Team A, yeah. Team A is in the workroom being like, these girls are gonna be shook when they see us, when they see us, honey. has already told them the other queens have already started the competition, so like, they already know that they're going to see them at some point. What are they expecting? Yeah. Like, honey, what? But they're like, uh, everybody's gonna be so afraid of us, girl. Nobody's scared of you. Mm-hmm. Especially Candy talking the big game. Candy, shut up. You won a lip sync against um, Bob Plesha. You won one lip sync against one other drag queen, and suddenly you think you're just the hottest shit ever. Like, that doesn't make you the hot shit. You haven't performed an acting acting challenge yet, so sit the fuck down. That's Mm -hmm. that's when I get to see the real chops, okay? Mm -hmm. Acting challenges and sewing challenges. Unless you show me one of those two things... That's not enough for me. And lip sync, I guess. All those and comedy. And acting challenge. If they can be funny. But funny. comedy is a little... Comedy is somewhat different. Okay. I'm talking like maybe stand-up challenge. Okay. Maybe they should do a roast right off the bat. Get all the queens to be funny. I don't know that they could do that. I mean, who, unless they're doing like RuPaul or something. Because mm-hmm. they can't do each other. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the jokes are directed at the other queens. Well, if they... If, if uh, RuPaul hadn't ended... Well, and I don't know if this is true. I'm starting rumors here. If RuPaul had not uh, ended with uh, Santino Rice in a negative way, like they did with Merle Ginsburg, they could do like a, you know, a, a challenge where it's like, do the roast of... Not even the roast of Santino, but like, where did Santino go? And, you know, talk about, you know, that as a challenge. As well. I want somebody to roast Ross. <clears throat> that would be good, too. Because Ross is not doing it for me lately. Ross and Carson, and it's like two teams, and they roast, like, one roast. Well, one's easier. 
They're both easy. They're both gay as fuck. I like Carson more than I like Ross. Ross, Ross is too judgy, and he has nothing to back it with. Um, he he's good. I like him being more of a judge of uh, comedy challenges than I do about outfits. Yes. I like Carson being a more more of a judge on, on outfits. Yes, but it's easier to be a judge on <clears throat> on comedy than it is to be on outfits. It's also coming from us where we have no experience. You're wearing a wolf T-shirt that you've written on with Sharpie. That has stains from lunch. <laughs> yeah. So, grain of salt, everyone. Grain of salt, yeah. Anyway, so nobody's scared. Um, I do like that they tell Elliot to hide mm. and pop out on these bitches. As if the producers did not have any part of them. Exactly. But then the girls come on and they're like, oh, oh, oh my God, the other girls are here. And then they're like, oh, hey, girl. Mm. None of you are dramatic actresses. But also, Gina had to be obnoxious with the B Squad. And I was like, oh, The B Squad. Down. I um, am not enjoying Tina Burner. I will talk about that later, actually. <laughs> I have more to say. Oh, great. As of now, I'm as still not. Preface, we're just going to put that out there. Um, Tina being shady as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, uh, Well, I beat two queens in my lip sync. Oh, no, I'm not even there yet. Simone and Denali were like, we're comparing, uh, uh, you know, who won. We were like, oh, who won on your side? And Simone and who won on your side? Denali. And then Tina's like, yawns. And I was like, I'm just so tired of you. Like, why? The campy queen is never a bitch. Yeah. Unless it's Bianca. Yeah. And she had it perfected. she, She did it in a way that was like... They people knew that she was being sarcastic or she's doing it to be funny, except for Laganja. Um, yeah. But Tina just seems fake. She's fake. She's doing it on purpose to stir the pot. Bianca was funny in her. She created four worldwide tours at five, I think. Five worldwide tours of her doing that since season six, and she sold out in places in Australia, Thailand, uh, fucking UK, Europe. Here, I mean, she sold out shows. She can do that. She does it well. She knows how to do it well. She's per- perfected her craft. But you have not, honey. Mm-hmm. So do not. Do not sit suck. down. Take several seats. Say, if we were in a stadium, I'd tell you to sit in every single one of them before you came <laughs> up and talked to me, okay? <laughs> we're going to Carnegie Hall. You're going to sit in uh, every single I've All these 7,000 uh, seats. I performed oh, wow. there twice. As a burlesque dancer? I was singing. No, I was playing that shit. And it wasn't just me, there was a band. <laughs> Wow. So <laughs> but I performed there regardless, so okay. All right. Um yeah. So Tina's shady as fuck and she's like, I lip sync against two two girls and I already say what are they? Miss Kamora. Miss Kamora. Oh, what, what happened to the other girls? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, we had to vote Elliot out. So then Tina was like, Well then what was your first impression of Elliot before she Oh yeah. And then Joey J is like, um, very yeah, that. Because no one responds. It's it like, was just silence. Joey J. But it was also that um, you had minutes to get to know her. We'll get, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, um, and so then, who is behind yeah, that? Happened? Oh, my God. Who is behind that uh, foldable wall? wall? It's Elliot, Elliot with two T's. Um, oh, my God. They're all, their faces go from like, <laughs> to, to, to just straight. This so was fast. actually the face crack. Cause, yeah. Because uh, fucking Candy was like, they walk in and see us now with the face crack of the century. I was like, honey, first of all, the face crack of the century was All Stars 2. 
You cannot mm-hmm. take that away from All Stars Two ever. You can't say that that is a face crack of the century, and that will never change. Because However, it's Alyssa's turn. Correct. However, this is a strong number two. I'm not gonna lie. That first one when they walk out and see you guys, that's not a face crack. That's not. Yeah, no, they crazy. knew they were gonna see them. Um, the strong number two is when we see uh, Elliot come out, and the B Squad is just like, "Oh, honey." Uh, Mr. Misha Mon was like, "Oop." Ooh, Tamisha was uh, not <laughs> feeling this one. Uh, feeling fierce, yeah. Mama. Uh, this was not going well. So, yeah, Elliot comes out and she's like, so what did y'all, what the fuck did this happen for? And Tamisha's like, we all had to vote, and you were just the one we voted for. And yeah. Elliot's like, well, why didn't you step forward? I know, and, and I'm like, then Tamisha, that is not... Tamisha just laughs, and she's like, mm, that's not how this Because they voted for you, They voted baby. for you and not me, so... Then she just, like, looks at her... And then I feel like there was something else that happened in there. Because the Tamisha was like, she was pissed. pissed. So the editors cut that out. And I have no idea what happened, but she was not. Because that was not enough to be angry, at least in, not in my mind. But then Lala Reed, my favorite comic was from Lala. She's like, I know Miss Tamisha from uh, Atlanta. And uh, she not to fun. <laughs> and I was like, so then it made me think, it's like, maybe there that was all that was, that it was, and Tamisha was just fucking pissed at her for being like, well, why didn't you leave? And she was like, uh, because I wasn't going to. Like, because people think I'm better than you. Exactly. The, re- the reason, you got voted off the second time unanimously, so uh, there was no e- even difference between you and Utica at that point, so... Um, it is what it is. And I mean, I don't I don't dislike Elliot. I actually like Elliot. I do too. I agree. Um, I'm, but I'm saying that the ad, that attitude is not necessarily the best way to... And, like, I understand why she's asking the question she's asking. But, and I'm sure the producers would have been, like, coming real hostile. Yeah, exactly. Real hostile. And she did. She did. She gave us our drama. And I liked it. I was <laughs> here for it. I was here for it. Uh, but also that Tamisha Glare, honey, uh, I would not want to cross her Mm-mm. in drags. I don't think I'd want to cross her out of drags either. But in drags, looking like fierce like that, especially since she, she came out that runway after all those critiques about that dress, honey, she's feeling fine. Mm-hmm. So you're going to cross her at that point and be like, Mama. She's not the one. This is not the one. This she's is, not this the is, one. What do the kids say? This is not it. I think they still say I'm not the one. Oh, okay. I just... Don't come for me. I'm not the one. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was like, this is this is not it, honey. Like, not you coming for me. That's it. Okay. Whatever. Uh, but anyway, okay, bitches. So, <clears throat> we leave and then go back. <sighs> as boys. As boys. In uh, the work room. So, immediately we got Tina asking about who's available to date. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Candy... Is, is available to Joey J. and Joey J is available, so she's going to chase her around the table. Mm-hmm. This is one um, very forced. Mm-hmm. I feel like forced. I don't know. Joey J is hot. Well, yeah, but me as Candy is not going to chase him around the table. Ah, uh, no. This that sounds like a very Candy thing to do. I don't think it was forced. I think that was a very Candy thing to do. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, well, me as Joey J would be like, "There's a linebacker coming for me." Yeah, I need to run. I need, to, and that's probably what she. That's why she ran. She's like, I'm out of here. I'm out of this. I'm out of this bitch. Um, but I mean, it's all in like good, good fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. Uh, yeah. I think it's good fun for candy. For candy, <laughs> candy's and like, like please, please no, please no. Um, because we don't know. Is quite muscular. Well, you would know. I would know. 
Anyways, so Candy's like, well, if I'm not going to win the crown, I'm going to try and win me a man. It's like... A man. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, I've always been told... Best of luck, dear. Yes, I've always been told not to Kai Kai with my Kiki sisters. So... Well, she was like, I love feminine boys. Yeah. So. I was like, oh, well, do what you're going to do, honey. Because Joey J is a very feminine boy. <laughs> there you go. He's, he's got that purse, honey. Blah. Blah. There's no shame in that. We like to joke about that. But well, we are two feminine gays on... Purses fall out of our mouths, too. <laughs> on a podcast joking about... Mine is so. rhinestones on them. <laughs> uh, mine is just black. <laughs> Patent leather. Back. Just pure black. With a tear in the back because it's too big. Too big? Mm-hmm. Why is it too big? Because you're fat. The <laughs> 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 fracking. <laughs> Anyways. No, you look very good. For someone. For a person that's... Uh, for a big fat bird. <laughs> for, for someone who's human and uh, not short. But if you were a bird... <laughs> You'd be fat as hell. <laughs> fat as hell. Oh my god. Um, so, uh, RuPaul walks in... Um, what? Okay. Um, walks in to tell us the eliminations are back, honey. Alright. Um... So that's exciting because now we don't have to watch queens just doing things without getting eliminated, which is all right. I like to get to know them. That was, um, I did actually enjoy the first three episodes. Did I need it to be three episodes? No, but it was, and I'm all right with that because I did get to know the queens better and I got to create my fan favorites. So I'm at peace with that. Um, RuPaul then tells us. That we are doing a cheesy movie for RuPaul Hall, or, or, or I'm sorry, R, what, RuPaul Mark, there you go, RuPaul Mark Challenge, uh, but we ain't doing Christmas, uh, so we get to create cheesy holiday movies, um, but not Christmas. So, Ru assigns the teams, but the roles are up to the teams, uh, so he wanted to mix things up, because remember season six, whenever they... Uh, we're like, let's choose team. And then they all chose uh, the same people that were on their teams. Um, so we get to mix things up this time because RuPaul made it happen. So first team, we have Denali, Elliot with two Ts, Kamora Hall, and Olivia Lux. And they will be performing in Misery Loves Company. So they will be performing a Valentine's Day skit, if you will. Uh, the next team, we have Lalari. Rose, Simone, and Utica in God Hates Flags. No, I'm sorry. God Loves Flags. LOL. Um, they will be doing a skit for Flag Day. And then last team, we have Got Mick, Joey J, Candy, Tamisha Amon, and Tina Bernher. They will be celebrating April Fool's Day in April Fool's Russian. Uh... I also noticed that as we got all those teams assigned and stuff like that, that RuPaul was leaving the room, and she changed her saying from "start your from to start your engines and make may the best drag queen win." And oh, I was she like, said that already. Well, see, I didn't notice it. I know that she probably said she said it like last season. She didn't no, say it last season. season. This season, yeah. Yep. I didn't notice it this season. That's what I'm saying. I just noticed it now, and this is you know episode. Uh, no, I'm alright. Thank you. Um... This is what, episode uh, four now? Yes. Whoops. Uh, so, anyways, we go into them setting things up, uh, and Denali's just like, I got this role. I decided. <laughs> and Olivia's like, all right. Uh, and then Kamora goes into gay bashing Elliot. Mm-hmm. 
Has she heard of irony? I want to know because uh, that was exactly my feelings as well. Uh, while Elliot's voice, you know, I don't care what Elliot's voice sounds like. She sounds like a, a gay person. Yeah. I've heard gay people have voices from all spectrum of, of everything. So Candy I'm, is the most annoying. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but I'm like not going to sit here and judge Elliot by her voice. But then Kamora went on camera to talk about how she's like, I've never like... I will never make fun of a gay person for their voice because no. I've been made fun of for my voice. My entire fucking life. So and it's why not fun. So why are going to be a, a, another drag queen and make fun of someone for their voice for uh, being a gay voice? Like, that's something that really can't change. Also, they're being their authentic selves. So, like, that's not that's not it, honey. That's yeah. not a thing. That's not the hill that you should be dying on. And on top of that, your voice ain't not that nasally either. So, Your voice isn't down. nasally, but it's... Gay. No, you have a gay nasal. voice. I think that he has a nasally voice too. Kamora does. It's he just does. like yeah, kind of nasally. Um, so I don't know, but I'm not sitting here trying to complain about that. I'm not saying that it's like, oh, let me, you know, gay bash. Oh, she's got a sexy voice. Yeah. No, but at the same time, I'm not gonna be like. That's just a stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Like yeah. you can sit there and be like, oh, honey, that's not the dress you should be wearing, or something like that. But like. Not attack their voices. Like, that's stupid. It would be different if you were like, you know, Elliot is getting on my nerves. But perhaps that's her insecurity of herself. Oh, for sure. We get to hear about that later. But yes. Well, I think that was untucked mostly. Yeah. But we hear on Satan a little bit. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, I was just like, honey, what the fuck? No, don't talk. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, And so then uh, they jump over to uh, the candy group. Candy wants the fun one and immediately starts highlighting mm-hmm. the lines in the script. Mm-hmm. That's and not got, how got this Nick works, like, you dumb fuck. Got yeah, Gottmik. Oh, yeah. Gottmik's like, oh, yeah, she's like highlighting her lines. And I was like, that's not how this works. But okay, that's yeah, a power right. move. Yeah. I would not say that's a power move. That's I'd have been like, honey, you can go ahead and highlight all of those. But then we're going to decide as a group who will get that script. Because and then we can pass it around. We'll pass it to the person exactly. that gets that role. Yeah, she just, like, decided things. Which, I mean, when no one is assigned as a team captain, it is kind of left up for those things. It's true. And some but, drag queens are bossy. Yes, they are bossy bottoms. So it's like, all right. I don't know. I, that irritated me, too. Yeah. Um, I'd have been pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lala didn't know that Flag Day was a holiday. I thought it was funny. Uh, well, I mean, I I knew that it was a, a day that existed, but did I know that anyone celebrated it? No. <laughs> so, uh, I was at peace with So, that. <laughs> there's a person that I know oh that lives near my mom uh-huh. who puts out a flag for Flag Day in what the 4th of July. An American flag. Oh. Well, I mean, my mom always had a flag on flying. The, like a, a couple of them. Oh. Just um, some flag day? When is flag day? June? Something. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't celebrate that. When is flag day? Fighting has two different meanings. Starting with the most common one. Fighting now means there's not something. Okay, Google, stop. June 14th. June 14th. <laughs> hey, Google, stop. I was trying to whisper it, and it didn't, uh, did not work out. My phone still is not like, my phone's like, who's that fucker? I'm not listening to them. <laughs> but it was so funny, because my phone will listen to you. Well, that was my old phone. I don't know, one, there's been a couple times so far that, uh, my phone will listen to you. 
They're like, who's that? Gay boy? Sir, <laughs> uh, sure. Sounds, Whatever. Sounds I'll answer. All right. Um, was wondering that it listened to Thomas, and I was like, okay. <laughs> this is not security. Safe. Apparently, um, oh my voice is much deeper than Thomas's, so <laughs> it, it can tell a difference between us. Okay. And maybe you're in between. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, who knows? I don't know. No, um, you definitely have a higher voice than Thomas. <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh, I would never! Oh my god! Oh, whatever, shut the fuck up. Um, so, Ouch. do you have anything else uh, be after Candy? Um, I just love that Rosé is an actress. She's oh, that very was, good. Oh, that was my next point. Um, I was going to get into it, because Rosé is very certain of herself, which is alright, like, good for her, because she is an actress. Uh, but then she sees Tina doing her business, and she's like, the ones who are going to win this challenge are me and Tina. And I was like, I, you, everybody has given way too much credit to Tina. Tina, Tina Burn, burn her. Tina Burn, Tina yes, burn her. But Rose knows Tina. Yeah. Uh, also, they have not spoken to each other from what we've seen so far. And I'm like, this is, they're building up for some tension here. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. And I hope that it's like Tina gets slapped in the face or something. With Rose, I, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so the, then all of a sudden they're just like comparing dick sizes. It's like, why? Not I don't act, remember not that part. Uh, they're trying to overact each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. It's a saying, bitch. I don't remember that Comparing you, you say that to straight boys that are competing against each other for unnecessary reasons. Like I would never talk them. about straight people. Um, What's a straight person? I don't know. I don't. I don't Ugh. have time for that Ooh. right now. We only talk about queers, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Ruples comes in. Yeah. Ruples comes in and talks to uh, the the Simone crew. The God hates loves flags. Not uh-huh. God hates flags. God loves flags. God loves flags. She's man. like, oh, and I love. She's like, you got nails on La La Rie, and she's like, are they acrylic? And she's like, no, no, they're press on. And, and she's like, cool. like and Simone's like, mm, mm-hmm. These, these are acrylic, honey. <laughs> and she said, woman. for the look and feel of what? A woman. <laughs> uh, so Simone is a woman. Simone yeah. is a woman. Um, <clears throat> and then we get a little bit of uh, uh, background tea talking mm. about, hey, Utica, why do you think they voted you in and Elliot out? And Yudka, of course, says because she has a warmer energy than Elliot, yeah. which is absolutely 100% true. Yeah, it is. A- which they may not have understood in the moment, but I think that everyone in that pork chop loading dock was like, Yudka's a, a sweet freak. But also, you're standing right in front of RuPaul, or yeah, right in front of RuPaul, and RuPaul asks you, why did you get to stay and, and Elliot not? Um, and you're on national TV, international television. Uh, and what are you supposed to say? Just like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm prettier. I'm nice, like whatever. Uh, no, you, I mean you're gonna say something. So whether uh, she had to come up with something and she wanted to do it in her Utica way, so she was doing it in a nice way, but at the same time, like it was. Being I mean, honest. it was. It was true, yes. Yeah. And Elliot was like, oh, she's got a warmer energy than me. And I was like, oh, yes, everyone has a warmer energy than you. Yeah, you're kind of standoffish. Except Tina Burner. You have a warmer energy than Tina than Burner. Tina Burner. Um, and then, of course, the moment. The moment of the episode. The moment where RuPaul dies. I 
I died a little bit, not as much as RuPaul. Oh, I was laughing a lot, but RuPaul was like physically like in the grave, was uh, n- convulsing like, yes. with laughter. Yeah. About asking Utica, "Do you smoke weed?" And then she just gives face. I love the breaking of the fourth wall, looking straight at the camera, the camera. just. Smiling. smiling so cute <laughs> she knew all of the dimensions of what she was doing uh and then as rupaul was just cackling uh heaving dry heaving vomiting with laughter vomiting laughter uh, she just kept on going she's like i realized what i was doing in this moment and rupaul was about to die this is this is uh this is it and we got it mm-hmm. uh she just kept on going and uh i was cracking up i Both was dying dying darling um yes um, I loved it. And then we figure out that Tamisha is not a Cher impersonator. She is not. She's, she's like, not do you Cher love Cher? Cher? She's like, yes, yes, I love Cher. And she's uh, like, okay, name a woman. <laughs> yeah, name three Cher songs and it's not believe. Uh-huh. Can you do it? Uh, no. I think I could. Okay, go. Uh, gypsies, Tramps and Thieves, Time Out, or Believe I in Life Out. Tamisha was just like, Gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dark Lady... And I was going to do Believe, but it's not Believe. What is it? Uh, Stronger. Oh, yeah, there it is. See, I got one. I was going to say Time After Time, but that's Cindy Lauper. Yeah, that's Name cool. three Kesha songs right now. Uh, come on, Warrior, and uh, Time After Time. Oh, I love Time After Time by Kesha. There is a Kesha song. Oh, no, it's Past Lives. But she says time after time, multiple times that song. It's called Pass Up. <laughs> LOL. Uh, I got, and those were all from one album, too. Oh! Bitch. That's my favorite album. Okay, Celine Dion for me. Okay. Uh, I drove all night. Um, it's my turn. Oh, nah. I thought you were asking me. It's my turn. Okay, no, nah. Don't say drove, drove all night. Okay. Uh, uh, it, uh, my heart will go on. Uh, if love That's could move mountains. That's you're not supposed to say as well. If love could move mountains. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, stronger. Uh, what? Does every queen just have a, a song named Stronger? Yes. <laughs> Cher, Celine Dion, Britney Spears. Yeah, and then uh, I'm alive. The same level of talent. I mean, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> random so random uh, uh so then we head to the the main stage or not the the, the green the green screen room to do our um cordons our scenes mm-hmm. i didn't write much if you got anything you're leaving uh i wrote a couple things it's just All that right. the ross is like april Fool's is my favorite holiday so you better do this right nobody fucking cares what your favorite holiday is ross <laughs> you're shut up bitter with ross because he's he's, he's- He's not a good judge, and he's not a good coach. Uh, no, there's one person that I think is a worse judge than Ross. Oh, the Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Yeah. And the Nikki to not Nikki Torres, Nikki uh, Plesson from Holland Drag Race. Yeah, she's awful. She's awful. she's she's worse than Ross. But she's supposed to fill the Michelle role, and I'm like, yeah, you honey, that's not nothing good. on You've Michelle. Got nothing. Especially from our Holland friend who says she's a nobody. If nobody likes her. She's yeah. trash, and yes. she's gonna die. Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> I mean, hey. Um, so we get Tamisha doing her shares. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty okay with that. It was kind of funny. It was, especially after Ross gave her a little bit of direction. 
but I thought it was funny. And Tamisha takes the direction, for sure. <clears throat> uh, Which, that's the important part. If you are easy to direct and take on what they're saying, then that's important. Then you're good. <laughs> There's one person who did not. No. Uh, so Joey, I don't think that Joey J is an actress either, and she does not know how to cheat out, and I'm not looking forward to their performance. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I also did not think that Candy was very funny. Mm. Oh, you mean like in the overall performance or just in rehearsal? In rehearsal, but so, we'll get to that point there. She seemed extremely obnoxious, especially in compared to the energy of everything else that they had showed so far. Yeah. Like I really found that Gottmik's performance was really good. Which I talk about that later too. Yes, uh, Simone hilarious, mm -hmm. hilarious in her she practice. She came in and, and wowed Rose because she was like, uh, she was being all quiet and timid during rehearsal, and all of a sudden pops up and she's the loudest bitch in the room. And it's like, don't underestimate a bitch. That's the whole point of Drag Race. You want an actress? They're coming from New York. Mm -hmm. Don't don't second guess, baby. No, Simone's not from New York. She's from Arkansas. Rose is from New York. Oh, no, no, Rose was shocked about Simone. Oh, yeah. Whatever. The other way. Um, I thought Rosé was pretty decent. Utica forgetting her lines was a surprise for me. Yes, but also, I'm going to say one thing here. I thought Rosé did really well in the rehearsal. Oh, no, 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 because I liked them both. I, I liked them on both sides. Well, I like... Well, we'll get there. We'll t I'll talk about that. Okay, um, and then Lala is so fucking boring. Oh, my God. Lala has Horrible. no idea. She has no idea. She was... Uh, she has no idea how to be an actress at all, uh, but I'll talk about that later as well. Once mm -hmm. we see the full full product, so that's the reason why I don't really like these challenges because I see like the little bits and then I see the full performance, and it's like sometimes they really make you second guess certain people, and then you know you it turns the out the way that you thought it was going to be exactly, or it's the opposite where it's like you know oh they ended up being really great when RuPaul was trying to make them look shitty, mm -hmm. um, so that's why like I I don't like writing a lot during the rehearsal, but I do like to mention like. Main oh, points, you know, yeah. certain points. Like, for example, Kamora just doing well, yeah. a whole bunch of mess. A whole bunch of mess, but looking like a woman while she does it. Oh, yes. I love that a she woman... wore a breastplate underneath it. Why? That's stupid, because she... she's a whore. She was a green camera, but she wore a hard nippled breastplate on underneath the, the green screen. And hip pads. And hip and pads. Hip pads. Yeah. I'm not like, mad about it. I want to know why. But and I don't know why. I would like to know why. Yeah. But I think it's stupid either way. Um, also, Denali's forgetting some of the lines and not delivering them in the way that they want to. But you're giving them dated references. I yell about that a lot later. <laughs> Denali does not know who fucking Joan Crawford... Maybe Denali does know who Joan Crawford... At Denali's age... She's only a year younger than me. I know who Joan Crawford is. I know the line. But not every but queen does. I'm one year younger than you, and not even a year, literally a few months younger than you. And like that's not I mean we're the same age essentially. So like It's Maya Wilhouse because that's something that I liked that I wanted like to pursue. Older, um movies and you know I would venture to say they are iconic movies, which is one thing that like I spoke with Lauren uh from Galveston about that she was like because I asked her I was like, would you no I said, I don't think it's fair that they're expecting these queens to know, like, all of these fucking references. And she was like, I think that they should. And I was like... I don't think so. What? And so she was like, well, because they are iconic, like, movies, and this is the Olympics of drag. And, like, she made a valid point by saying, like, every single year gets harder. 
Like that's the whole point of Drag Race is that, I mean, it gets harder to get on, it gets harder to be recognized for your work because it gets more and more popular. So if you're going to be on the drag, the, the whole thing of drag, I'm sorry, the Olympics of drag, you should know your gay icons and these like gay iconic moments. And like, you could know them but not be in love with them. Maybe Denali did know it, but she didn't really like, she was in love with it like you are, where you walk around quoting Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. Like, then that's fine. I don't, you do. And that that's, a, those are the differences in gay culture. The, that And that has created like a, um, I want to say a, a schism. Schism. Between, schism. I, I always say schism normally, but uh, some people have corrected me to say schism instead. So, you know, I don't know English. So, you know, whatever. Uh, but we've got these, I mean, and this is largely because we're, ooh, we're really getting into it. This is, I contribute to uh, attribute this to uh, uh, the AIDS crisis. I mean, the 80s and 90s definitely split between the older and the younger gays. Like, a huge split of the the gays of 2000, 2010s versus the gays of the um, the 70s and 80s. Because, I mean... There's a whole generation of people that died out. Uh, that are missing. They're gone. Exactly. Uh, so we don't I have mean, there's, there's links, but it's sort of like, you know, a barbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big group on this side, big group on that side, and then just this thin link, bar in between. between the middle, exactly. And I like that RuPaul is trying to educate the children's, um, but at the same time, RuPaul, you have to educate yourself on the children's references because we see that, and I wrote a lot more about this later, but I guess we're getting into it now. Um, RuPaul doesn't recognize any modern She modern didn't know things. who Maria the Robot was. She didn't know who Poppy was. She didn't know who, um, who else on season 12. There was another person on season 12 that she didn't know. Um, oh, I can't remember. It, I couldn't remember either. Um, but she, RuPaul is very. If I RuPaul is of the mindset of if I don't know what it is, it can't be popular with the gay people. Exactly. And like the whole point of a drag queen, your whole job is to understand what's going on today in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Drag queens' jobs are twenty four seven. So even when they're not performing over here, they need to know what is the new hip hop happening thing that's over here. Which is what irritated me about like a, a dragon. Because I feel like RuPaul would be like, "Who's JoJo Siwa?" Exactly. And RuPaul wasn't on Canada's Drag Race. She would have no idea who JoJo, C- JoJo Siwa was. Uh, it, like she'd get the Liza Minnelli reference, and she would probably have given the win to um, uh, Scarlet Bobo because she would have been like, "Oh, I knew your character so much better than I did uh, JoJo Siwa." Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll get there. Yes. Um, so you, we come back to the workroom for. The Elimination Day. Elimination Day. Um, Candy didn't like her outfit, so she's making a new one. An entirely new dress. With the help of Tina and Gottmik. And apparently, they are shady umbrellas. Uh, but they're making a corset with some fabric attached. Mm-hmm. Honey, I would not have wasted my time. Mm-hmm. It's a corset with fabric. Well, I mean, you also have Tina Burner and Gottmik who... Well, Tina Burner has been doing this for over a decade. So she's not worried about having to paint her face in minutes. Uh, and Gottmik, who's an amazing, talented makeup artist. So she's also not worried about painting her face. See, well, yes, she's an amazing uh, amazing makeup artist, but we don't know how long that time, how long that face takes to create. That's true. Because some makeup artists are quick, but some makeup artists that are very intricate do take a long time. Well, you look at Kamara, and she spent six hours on basically no makeup. And she, well, she looks like nothing. But uh, Mm -hmm. there's still people that, I mean... 
I know what you're saying. I, I didn't yeah. I wasn't just trying to use Kimura as an example, but I am saying like I mean it was kind of a funny comparison because Gottmake puts a lot of detail into her drag and her drag phase, but Kimura does not has not we did not see of the what four phases that we saw from Kimura um, any detail. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> It's because, like, when when we would do makeup, they would say, you should be able to do a full face in 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Between 45 minutes and an hour. Mm-hmm. And I would generally be closer to the hour mark than my coworkers mm-hmm. who would do it in about 45 minutes. Just, I like to take my time a little bit yeah. more. Which, if you're giving a time range, then you can figure that out. But, I mean, it is what it is, you know? It is what it is. Yeah. Um, so Simone's first time in drags was at her prom. Oh yeah, so they start talking about first time in drag, and well, she, first, she t- talks about doing drag at her parents' house. Um, like when she get home from school, she's like, oh, "I'm gonna go put on makeup and stuff like that." And like, I never had an interest in makeup. I just like drag stuff. I oh, like being I funny. So like, well, I know you did, but like, I'm talking about like how I got into drag. Like my whole point was not like, oh, I love makeup, let's put on makeup. My whole point was like, I want to make people laugh, and I like doing that. So I could do that through drag, and I put on makeup, and I'm terrible at it. So. I would like to ask my mother how many times she had Cut. assumed Cut that I was using eyeliner. Because I would put it on, and I'd look at it, and then I'd take it off. Mm-hmm. But sometimes but she'd be like, were off. you wearing eyeliner? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> No, it was Mom. for theater. <laughs> I just put because on your also eyeliner. when I would wear makeup for the stage, I would tr- do my best to not take it off. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm so sorry. This is uh, this eyeliner is just very waterproof. It's just been on here. It's just like stuck. It won't come off. Like the rest of my makeup came off. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Just the blush in the eyeliner. I was like, let me keep the blush in the eyeliner. Because they were like, I was like, do I need to wear mascara? They were like, no. And I was like, should I wear mascara? No. Can I wear mascara? Yeah. I mean, you can, but I don't see why you need to. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I don't need to. But I wore mascara anyway. <laughs> well, no, I didn't. Oh, but I should have. You should have. You mm-hmm. should have. You should have lived your best gay kid fantasy. Um, but I wasn't gay then. Yes, I was. Yes, you were. I wasn't oh. out then. I still had something to say about the, the candy in her dress and stuff like that. Uh, I was confused why she waited the last minute to decide, oh, I'm going to change my entire dress. Uh, so then what this gave me entirely, while this did not happen previously, it still gave me very um, Vanji vibes and Vanji edits where it was just like, oh, let me do this like absolute silky vibes, really. Um, let me just do this absolutely last minute. Um, and it made me worry that she is going to be around forever in this competition. Um, and I know that you have already heard spoilers, and I don't want to hear anything about it, but I have also seen spoilers on the internet. Um, because Twitter does not stop. They sure don't. That's why I watch them anyway. Um. No, because I want to know. But yeah. also, I'm the one that would post something to spoil for so, other people. So, <laughs> I'm not pleased about anything. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm like, honey, you do not. If you are going to do a dress last minute... And then look at this dress and say, yeah, this is perfect. She's got the star power. When they held it up, I was like, why did... Why did you need help to do that? Well, first of all, why did you need help? And second of all, what is it? It's it's a... It's a corset with fabric. With fabric on it. You sewed a corset with pieces of fabric on it. I don't know. 
Uh, we'll get into that later. Um, so we do get a little bit more of a goop from Timisha having children. Mm-hmm. She uh, also had multiple girlfriends. Multiple baby mamas. Mm-hmm. And most of her children are older than the contestants. Everyone on the cast besides Tina Burner. And Rosé. Ray, no, Rosé is thirty-one. Yes, and the 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 her her youngest kid was thirty-two, right? Thirty-three, I think. Thirty, yeah, thirty-three, and then thirty-five was the oldest. So that means she had like a kid every year. Huh. Two of them are twins. Oh, okay. Two kids in one year. Yeah, but I was like, Ooh. all right. Oh and my she goodness. Named one of her kids Tamisha. She named one of her kids Tamisha, and then she was like, "I'm going to be a drag queen," and named herself Tamisha mm-hmm. after her daughter. I got better name. <laughs> And then her middle name is I'm is coming for yeah, you. No, Tamisha's been doing this for twenty. Yes, oh, no, yeah. she started doing drag after she had her children. You're right, you're right, you're right. Because she tells us the story of her coming out, and I thought this was so beautiful, honestly, where she basically tells us um, that she her one of her friends was a, a gay, um, and she was like, "Why don't we go out to like let's hang out? Like I feel like you want to let, let's hang see out. my part of town." Yeah, and so then they started taking him to to gay bars. And seeing guys dancing with guys and girls dancing with girls, uh, Tamisha was like, "Oh, all right, this is this, this is, is something new. delicious. This is this is just chef's kiss, scrumptious, <laughs> scrumptious." So um, she she dabbled, she dabbled in the the homosexuality of it all, um, and I really like that. I thought that was a really good story to tell because I mean that was once again showing the divide between older and younger gays because younger gays are just like. All right, I'm gay. Like, and like, I know that's not always true because we and you and I have both talked about our struggles as uh, gay kids um, growing up and whatnot. So we have had our own struggles, but hearing the struggles of an older generation is a completely different thing. Where it's like, I mean, Tanisha went through so much denial about who she was that she, I mean, she had three kids. She had relationships with women. Before she even realized that, like, being gay was a person, like, a uh, an option to her. Um, and, I'm, like, I don't know. That's just a great story to me. And it's great knowledge to know. Oh, all right. I don't know. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go, go, go. Um, yeah, so well, that happened. And now I'm up to Renway. That sounds good to me. Um... So the category is trains, um, and yeah, whatever. Okay, so first at the stage is Denali. <coughs> um, I actually quite liked this look from Denali. I'm not gonna lie. I love this look. Yeah, it's uh, quite punky, um, and it's also showing quite a bit of uh, culture from her, Aztec culture from uh, I can't pronounce the name, so I said bird god. Um, and it was a great twist of, of drag for me because it showed like a whole bunch of versatility for Denali in on, all honesty because her outfits from what we've seen so far have, uh, I don't say lacking, but they weren't like amazing. Yeah. Show something amazing. So showing this versatility was what she needed from, what I needed from her. Um, I thought she looked really good. Uh, I gave a spoof. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was beautiful, gorgeous. Um, you immediately feel her fantasy with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, a beautiful tropical bird. Mm-hmm. The mohawk was perfect for the dress. Mm-hmm. And the train reminds me of like a wingspan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought feathers were a smart idea for fabric. 
because they move with the air very well. Yes. Uh, just a win on every level. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I might I, have changed the shoulder pads a little. They were a little tall for me. I think she because um, the god has very broad shoulders, so she. Was oh, did you to, look it up? Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, I just. Thought. But it has very broad shoulders, so she was she was doing what she needed to. <laughs> hmm. So. Um, I thought it was beautiful, stunning, mm -hmm. spook. Because like you do have to think about like the the like sh uh, sculptures that they have in like Mayan temples or like Aztec thing where the the shoulders are very like. Block. Like, ba -ba. but Yeah, they're out there. Uh, and then you also have to think of, like, um, I, I mean, I got, a, a, like, a tad bit of, like, Rio vibes, where it's, like, you're getting a little bit of, like, dancer kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, they have, like, those big frilly shoulders that stick out beyond the lead. So, I liked them. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was, it was, it worked for the outfit, really. Very carnival. Exactly. Uh, I said spook. It's a spook for me, too. Uh, next on the stage is Olivia Lux. Olivia, a Victorian harpist. Oh, my God. Uh, I love the coattails to the floor. Yes, bitch. I was not crazy about the whole outfit, though. Oh, I loved it. This was so good. Let me tell you why, though. Okay. So, I felt it read as a little bit man, because... She did do man. I mean, because she, she did the barrister's wig. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the tuxedo coattail jacket uh, I would have preferred it to be a dress I think mm. nobody did a full length gown mm -hmm. with except for Tina Burner but ugh. Mm. full length gown well no also Kamora Hall but I wanted like a big puffy gown with a trail yeah like Queen Victoria kind of style well we got that kind of from Utica but we also got camp from Utica yeah well yeah I'll get there um I would have preferred for it to be a dress all the way around I thought it would have been more elegant um, I understand why the costume works for Olivia, though, because they're a piano player. Mm. So, I mean, Amadeus. Yeah. That they say, RuPaul says, but who knows if she thought of it. <laughs> you need to be able to sit down at the piano. Yeah. Um, so I thought that would be the perfect application. But I thought the gold appliques on the eye were a little ghostly. Like the, the things right here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they looked... I thought it was fun and interesting and out of the box and very unique, but... I think that she was trying to... She re, I think there was a point that she realized that her 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 outfit was a little mannish and that she wanted to over-accentuate on the glitter and the sparkles and the things that make her look like a pretty woman instead. And it might have gone over the top of that. But regardless, I, I love this outfit. I thought it was a great concept for this, um, especially to do coattails as a train that was uh, a very smart thing to do. I thought it was a spook. I, I liked a spook it as well. Um, and she's just so infectious. God, I know I we talk about the stand looking. Love zone. I can't. I can't stand looking at her because I'm just immediately like. Why am I smiling too? Yeah, she's just like a, a ball of joy. Exactly. Even when she was being shady at the beginning of this episode, when she's like, it's, it's like so I can't believe we're being so devious we right Elliot now. Behind I'm like, the thing. this is like a five year old talking about. At, at, at recess, we got to have extra fruit snacks, yeah, and it was exactly, so... exactly. Um, well, the next on the stage, as I just mentioned, is Elliot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this before I say my thoughts. So she reminds me of Carrie Underwood. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like really boring. Okay, that was what I was expecting. Um, I think that the train looks very strange attached to a jumpsuit. Yeah. Um, they're both very nice individually, and I, uh, I'm sure that I'm, I'm not sure that they work together. I think that she looks pretty, and like, it's oh, just, she looks beautiful. Yes, but like, it's just so boring to me. You're wearing a jumpsuit, but the jumpsuit is 
Stunning. I think that, that is the big. jumpsuit is stunning. The fabric. I would is prefer so to see this the jumpsuit alone. Exactly. Or like, why didn't you wear like? Why didn't you go like a superhero route and wear like a fucking cape that's just like long as fucking hell? We talk about that later for okay. me at least. Okay. Um, and uh, the the wig also. I kind of like the wig though. I like the wig. It works with the jumpsuit, but mm-hmm. not the train. Not the train. Exactly. It's just very like mix match, very yeah. wishy washy. But me. like, it still looks so pretty, and so like I can't poop it. Mm. I did. Okay, well you can give it a poop, and I'll give it a poop, so then it averages out. To I couldn't, dude. I couldn't poop it because I like looked at it and I was like, "This is not ugly." Like, there's not, there. I cannot look at this and say there's something wrong with this dress, besides or this outfit, besides the fact that it's kind of disjointed. But like that wasn't enough for me to poop it. Which is my reasoning behind it. So, I think that's fair. That's okay. fair. So we both gave it uh, opposite, so it kind of evens out. Yes. Next to the stage is <laughs> Mora Hall. <laughs> Mora mm-hmm. looks... Uh, I, this is a decent look. I think this is probably the best that Kimora has looked on the stage. Yes! Because uh, she... Well, she might be wearing an outfit that was made by... A, oh, this is probably not made by her. Yeah, no, not made by her. I mean by, like, a specific, like... Designer. You know we've got designer names for everything else, mm-hmm. but what I'm trying to say is this one may not have been made by This a looks custom. Name yeah, custom for Kamara. Like um It reminds me of Annie Mae Wong from Drag Race Thailand. I said tie drag. It looks like tie drag. Yeah. She looks gorgeous, stunning, beautiful. Uh, I think it was ornate, the sparkly dragons on the shoulder. Uh, So intricate. I think Mm -hmm. the train could have been a little bit you could put a little bit more thought into the train. I like it being a dragon's tail, but make it long as fuck, and then maybe put, like, a sparkle thing at the end to make it, like, an Ankylosaurus thing. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, I didn't know where I wanted it to go, but I didn't like that it tapered to such a point. Yeah. Also, I was thinking maybe if there was some way to, like, attach it to the hair so that it, like, curled up. Mm-hmm. It's still a train, but it's a tail, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, 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 it just needed a little bit something extra, but I thought it was beautiful, and I spooped it. I gave it a spoop as well. Um, I wish that there was more to it. Like, I, I mean, it's exactly what you said. I wish there was more to it. Um, it was just very, like, beautiful... Um, drag it. Be- beautiful drag. I mean, that's really all it was. Like, I do I enjoy more... seeing a little bit of camp from her. I but thought that was so nice. Breath know, of fresh air. I don't know that I'd call that camp, though. It's camp. It's... She's obviously not a dragon. Yes. Okay. And it's a themed outfit. It's a the- That's what I'd call it more, the themed outfit, not camp. I don't know that I'd call it camp. Camp? Okay. I would call it a theme. Like, I don't know. Anyway, next on the stage is Simone. Yes! That was my thoughts, too. This is culture. This is class, Mama. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it was such a smart idea. No one would have ever thought to make a do-rag train. Never. Not a single person alive. Unheard of. Yes. It's so beautiful. It's iconic, Ben. You just created an iconic moment for yourself. No one will ever forget that moment that someone walked out on stage in a do-rag with a train as her outfit. All right. So good. The rest of the outfit, very simple. Mm-hmm. I don't really I don't care. care. I don't care. I'm focusing on this do-rag as a train. It's trains, and this is the campiest train on the runway. I'm here for it 100%. I love it. I have no other words. It's a spoop. It's, it's a spoop for it's me, too. so good. Yes. Uh, I was. I just loved it. That I don't have any critiques. Anything else? <laughs> I have one of those later. Okay. Uh, with no critiques. Okay. Next up, in a, but in not a good way. Not a good way. Okay. Uh, next up to the stage is Lalaurie. Lalaurie. 
Um, I really didn't know how to feel about this. Uh, so, right. I, the first look at it, first glance last week, I hated it. You and I watched it together. You mm-hmm. knew I hated it. Mm-hmm. And then the second time around, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like it. Uh, you just, I was reading what I wrote, and literally you said, I didn't like it as I read, I didn't like it. <laughs> in, my, in my writing here. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. I don't know. It, it, so there's some really cool features of the outfit. The mask is cool. I which... also did like when she revealed the long dress into the two things and did like a, you know, snake shedding kind of instance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that was interesting. Nobody else did a reveal mm-hmm. except Lala. Um, I thought that this was a little bit of a kind of like, we've already seen this from you, because she had a mask in For her instance. entrance. Yeah. But this is much more tailored. Yeah. Um, super clean. Uh, and I don't know. I just, it's growing on me. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. She gave us a masked snake, which I like the idea of the snake in general. Uh, but you didn't, you decided to give us a snake with a, um, like jacket thing that I didn't quite understand. Um... And but no hair, which is fine no if hair. you're doing a full body thing. But also, if the only thing that I'm seeing from you is a mostly shapeless body and just your eyes, I would love for your eyes to be popping. And they weren't. It was just very... Well, she's got her contacts and that's I what know. she thinks the pop not, not the eyes. I mean the, the makeup. makeup. You're, I don't care what your contacts look like. If you can't make that eye makeup look just like fucking stunning, then that's not enough for me, darling. And if you want to really show up your makeup skills, paint your face the same as the fabric in some way, shape, or form. Like, just be a full-ass Very difficult. That would be I difficult, can understand. but that would have shown your makeup skills. Like, if you have makeup skills. So, True. I don't know. Um, I thought that I, I couldn't give it a poop because every time I see it, I like it a little bit more, I think. No, I gave it a poop. I, I gave it a oop. I did not feel ashamed by that. I didn't give it a spoop. I gave it an oop. Okay, fine. I'll allow that, but I gave it a, a poop. I did not give it a hard poop, but I just, I gave it a Oh, poop. there's a hard poop coming up. Oh, honey. Um, so next up to the stage is Utica. 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 Um, I understand the reference. But it's not really stunning. Oh, I loved it. What are you talking about? <sighs> I get the Carol Burnett, and I, it would have been so funny for RuPaul, of course, because that's what RuPaul it watches. It's a RuPaul reference. Yeah. Um, I think that Utica of all the queens had more than one option. So here's my thinking behind this. I think that this is a decent runway. I don't like it. Mm. And I think that Utica is the kind of queen that's like, I have three options. Because if mm-hmm. I did terrible during the challenge i've got something else to wear to really wow them yeah that's just what i feel like i'm getting from utica she's she's crafty and she's forward thinking like that um and i feel like she thought that she did very well in the challenge and she didn't really need to wear her best drag out there for this i do appreciate that she was one of the only ones that had the full she had a full full skirt thing going on yeah full skirt um but it, it just was not as successful as some of the other queens, I think, in oh, my opinion. I thought it was campy. I thought it was kooky with the drapes. Um, I loved her energy on the stage, too, and I thought it worked. I mean, she had the attention to the detail of what drapes look like, especially even with the, the belt that was the, the little tassel that they put on fancy drapes, drapery. You mean like these? There's I don't no, have one. There's no tassel. Shh. 
Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. I mean, she paid attention to detail in this outfit, regardless of how it was done. Um, I really liked it. I gave it a spoop. I gave it a poop. Well, you made the wrong choice, so that's... that's she did have the longest train of anyone, though. Yes. Her train was very that long. That was a real train. Honey, those were some drapes. Drapes. Oh, boy. Um, next up the stage is Rose. Rose. Hello, Rosie. Rosie. Um, I don't like this. I hate it. I think it's super disjointed, mm-hmm. um, more so than Elliot's. Mm-hmm. It looks like two different outfits that are sewn together. Yes, that's exactly my thoughts. Uh, and I, you put on a, a kind of a mohawk wig, essentially, try to call it 80s. I'm not getting 80s. I get a bit of it because uh, it's a little bit, so it's a little bit Dolly Parton. Oh, see, I got more Prince vibes. I got Dolly Parton from the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gem the Holograms, which I don't think you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, it, the makeup and the, the face up, very Gem in the Holograms. Mm-hmm. Gem in the Holograms would never wear a suit. Yeah. It is hardcore, well, not hardcore, it's 80s hair rock. But how does this scream, like, when you think of train and you're like... It does not scream train. It, it doesn't, doesn't have anything train. to do with train. you just put on tool that just extended behind a you you've sewn tool to the back of a dress yes of a, of of a, a suit, suit. Yes. yes like I, I don't know it didn't make any sense to me I uh, it gets it, i get boy it gives me boy yeah i uh, don't like it and i'm beginning to worry about rose's fashion mm-hmm. because she, they were like, she's like I'm, a, I'm, a I'm a fashion clown i'm like no, i she didn't say fashion clown yes she did she, in her lyrics she said fashion clown oh uh, okay um because in the past she has said i'm not the most fashionable person but you know yeah, yeah, I'm not getting fashion. No. Whatsoever. Last week's dress, awful. Entrance look, not great. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, there was nothing in between. I mean, she liked her fashion. She had her fashion runways, which we both loved. Yeah, those were good. But uh, we were running three losses for two wins. Yeah. So it's a poop for me. I give it a poop as well. Um, up next, Gottmik. Giving us the body, wispy chiffon, and versatility for the peoples, honey. I think it's a great choice. Uh, I feel like there's a bit of an Amanda Lepore factor here. Okay. Um, I love the blower. Oh my god, the sparkle leaf blower. That was just amazing. Super campy. You're going to blow the chiffon. You know you've got a fabric that blows. Mm. That's, a, that's a drag great queen. Great choice, exactly. That's a drag queen. Yeah. Um... The, oh, you guys don't have a fan? Oh, that's fine. I'll, I'll bring my own. own. It's fine. Thank you. Um, the look is very simple, but I think it's a lot more successful than the other simple oh, yeah. looks on the runway. But, I mean, she has even told us on camera that she's like, I like to do my face painted white, but so far she's given us kind of an even blend between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like we've seen an, enough versatility that we've seen that she can paint her face, like, without the white and still look gorgeous and do it well. So... I'm at peace with that. Me too. Uh, oh, it's also, a... she's a trans icon, giving us the trans colors as well. Yes. Uh, trans rights, trans lives, and trans rights matter. And you, they're welcome back in the, the, the military, military finally. Now. Thanks, Biden. Uh, it's a spoop for me, I honey. Um, up next to the stage is uh, Tina Burner, who looks disgusting, and I don't want to talk about it. It's a hard poop. Okay. Are you ready to move on? Uh, no. I do love that this look was present. Not by her, though. Uh, because there was something about this look that just screamed costumey. 
Um, you know I love the kooky and campy queens all day, every day, all the way around, all the time. Um, but there was just something about this look that I that just did not do it for me at all. Like, at all, darling. Um, the hair didn't work. The face didn't work. The outfit just looks too bulky for her. Um, I don't know what it was because... I don't know if it was just because Tina was wearing it or what, because we already know that I'm not a huge fan of Tina. But I'm just looking at it and I'm like, this doesn't work. Like, I wanted, I love the idea of the train conductor being present, but there was just something as, like, looking at this outfit that I was like, Mama, this is garbage. Like, you gave me garbage even though I wanted this look. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so I gave it a spoon. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Your face. What if I went through saying all of that and it was like, I gave it. <laughs> I think you would lose all credibility with our audience. Uh, I think, oh, our audience. I think you would just throw up on, on uh, the microphone. I would, I'd throw something at least. Okay. Well, I gave it a poop. It's a hard poop. Okay. It's I disgusting. I didn't go that far, but I do understand your sentiments. You're heard and you're recognized. Does that make you feel better? No. Okay. So, next on the stage is Joey J. Joey J? Mm -hmm. um, I think the silhouette is very pretty. Uh, it's pretty bulky, especially for Joey. Uh, but I think it's one of the only trains and capes uh, that were superhero or super villain. This is another look that I had mixed feelings about because I like the concept. Oh, this is your Lalaurie? Yes, um, because I like the concept, especially with, like, the mouth on the back, um, but I did not understand how the front was BDSM leather, and then we turn around, and then there's a tongue on the back. Like, that doesn't really quite make sense to me. Why do you have a mouth attached to your booty? Um, See, that's, I got it from, from up top. I thought the mouth and the shoulders and the tongue came out from, like, the shoulder area. So it no, they came from the booty. No. Yes, they did. At least the middle of the back, not the butt. The the one of the lips, the top lip was on the middle of the back. No. The tongue was close to the booty. It gave me more supervillain. How? The the I don't know what their name would be. The tongster. Anyways. What? Who has a tongue on their ass? It's a bit of a middle of the road for me, but I do like that they were like, show us something different. We won't want to see your she boy did. hair. She did. And then she's like, okay, I got it. Let me just put a wig and a ponytail. Um, so it's versatility. I gave it a spoop. Why? It was better than fucking Tina Burner. It was not better than fucking um, Elliot's. <laughs> I gave Elliot a spoop. No, you gave Elliot a poop. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Roll the tapes. Also, you gave Utica a poop. I did. How is this better than Utica's? Because I decided. Oh, all right. Oh, you're wrong. That's okay. Um, I gave it a poop. I did. Well, not you have bad opinions. So. Yeah. Um, up next to the stage is Candy poop. Muse. Oh, this is your your no. You don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. This is ugly. Your wicked's crusty, baby. I can see your undies. There's not much of a train. This is a terrible outfit. I have something very specific that I want to oh be angry about. Okay, well then be angry about it. Uh, you had this. people help you with this? And someone, two other queens... You had people help you with this. ...ruled off and said, yes, this is going to look... Three others, because Elliot was there too, even though two of them weren't helping her with it. 
This is what you decided. This crafted. Is, this is the look. This is the look. What was your original train idea? Because I'd like to know. Because now she's worn red several times in fashion, and she thinks she's just the most stunning thing on the runway. And every single Katie Beauce is sexy, baby. Terrible. No, you look like trash. Terrible. Looks like trash. That wig is not positioned on her head at all. It looks crusty. Looks like it has not been washed in a long ass time. And she is her undies are showing underneath her corset. So it's not going well, honey. Um, I'm mad that you had got Mick and Tina. So I'm not as mad about Tina because Tina doesn't take a whole lot of time on her makeup. And obviously she didn't spend a whole lot of time on that outfit. But she sews so she can help someone when she needs it. But got Mick, you made them take away time from doing their face Mm -hmm. to help you do this stupid outfit. Oh, yeah. Um, and your makeup is horrific. Horrific. Mm -hmm. It's, it's Tina Burner's Tin Man, but in gold. It's awful. It's horrible. It didn't look good. It was a poop for me. I gave it a, uh, I venture to say I gave it a hard poop because this is garbage, mama. Because, I mean, what we're looking at is a corset with a block of fabric that went down the middle and then a block of fabric that went on the back to create a train. And then panties underneath. Like, you couldn't have done anything better than this? Anything. Like, I don't know. I thought this was complete garbage. So, uh, I gave it a hard poop. It's I'll trash. Poop. I'll venture to say hard poop. Um, up next to the stage, Tamisha and Muan oh is coming for you. To show you what I can... I don't know. Where I'm um, I don't really understand this outfit. It's, Again, it's a jumpsuit, jumpsuit in a train. It's a pageanty outfit. I got a pure pink pageant passion is what I wrote. Just because I like alliteration. Um, do I think it's like the most stunning thing ever? No. No. It's boring, yes. But does she still look gorgeous? Well, she always looks good. She always looks good. So I give a spoon. I pooped it because it's just a jumpsuit in a train for me. Okay, well. I just can't do a jumpsuit in a train. It, it doesn't make any sense for a jumpsuit, jumpsuit to have a train. Well, it's wrong, very so disjointed. That's okay. But she did make it herself. She did. Props to you, Mama. Yes. So then we get into the performances, honey. Uh, I didn't write mo- a lot about it because I wrote about it up in the beginning. Well, I wrote about it now. So uh, first up is Misery Loves Company. Uh, let me tell you, Olivia's performance was one of my favorites. Olivia was cracking me up so much. Um, Elliot gave me next to nothing. She gave me more than... As of this performance, she definitely gave me more than um, Ka Mora. Ka Mora. Oh, absolutely. But as we get into other performances, she did give me more than other queens. Okay. Um, also, uh, I loved whenever Olivia was like, because Elliot comes to complain to Olivia about, oh, she's trying to shut down the laundry. And she's like, ain't that a bow and arrow? Uh, ain't that what your bow and arrow are for, child? I was like, this is really funny to me. Um... And then Kamora is just bad. Bad. Just awful. She was rooting for us. You said you would never leave me. I was rooting for us. And Ross even corrected her, and Olivia's like, At least like six times. Yeah, 78. She said 78 times. Ross corrected her at least 10 times from what we saw. Editing cut out, I'm sure, a lot of that. Especially when she was like, what's the, 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 the saying? I was rooting for you. Like... And then even then, she was still like, I was rooting for us. It's like, n- no. And I don't, 
I have said this multiple times, and I will. This will be the hill that I die on. I don't understand. This how is the queen, flat ground, though. Do you not under what? We're on. This is flat. Yeah. Well, we're else in Houston. There's no hills. Uh, but I don't understand how queens don't understand what the term inflection means or understand their inflections are going differently. Like, how do you not hear yourself say these things? You're a gay person. Our inflections are always going wild. Figure out how to control those inflections into doing what you're being into what you're being told to do. Why is Every why gay this? person's sentences go like this. this exactly. Everything goes like this. And I understand that, but you also understand I was rooting for you. Like, that's, uh, RuPaul gave us an iconic quote from our generation yes. this time, and you didn't even get it right. So, and I'm sure she's seen that. So it has to be like, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for exactly. you. How dare you? Kamora was just like, I was rooting for us. Like even, and the she, energy is just like exactly. Even uh, if she had gotten the line right, she still wouldn't have been funny because she was like, I was rooting for us. It's like, no, you need to go off like Tyra did. Okay, not Tyra Sanchez. <laughs> that's a bomb. Yeah, that that's too much. Um, and then all of a sudden, Jeffrey Boyer... Stop inviting Jeffrey Boyer Chapman! Stop it! He's already in kind of hot water for being on Canada's Drag Race and had to delete his account because people abuse him so much. So, uh, maybe not the best to have on RuPaul's Drag Race instead. And Um, we know this was filmed after! Yes, exactly. So... Stop inviting him! Yes. So, uh... In the end, I do not think that Danala did that bad in this. Oh, I don't think so either. Uh, I don't think she did amazing. I mean, she was not a standout performance, but she... She's definitely the worst of the leads. Oh, yeah, I could say that. But, I mean, that was not the challenge. The challenge is who was the worst out of all of these things. And it's specific that there's not a team captain, so you can't be like, the team captain has to go down with the ship because there's no team captain. Exactly. And on top of that... There are no small roles in RuPaul's Drag Race or any of the acting challenges. I mean, the one that I go back to every single time is in season six when Darian Lake won as a head that had one line. Mm-hmm. One line. No interactions with anyone else besides that one line and won the challenge because she was that iconic in the entire I'm challenge. I'm not a monster! And she didn't even have any body motion. It was all in her face and she won that way. So, there are no small roles in RuPaul's Drag Race. And if you cannot take your role and make it yours and make it your own, that's on you, honey. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, so, Denali getting this role, I don't think that she did bad. So, whether or not you compare this being a massive role or a three-line role in this entire thing, I think that she was kind of middle of the road for the entire thing. But, that's just one man's opinion. So, then we move on to God Loves Flags. Um, she sure do. Lala Reed thinks that she is acting, but she is acting in all the wrong ways. She's speaking. She's oh, she's trying to overact, but the overacting is just smiling and saying things loudly like this all the time, but not understanding the role. Like when she's supposed to be upset, she's she's just like, oh my god, I can't believe that this is happening. She's like a person acting in a porn in a porn. Like, I got nothing from there Lala. There was nothing from Lala. Nothing all. behind. This is a Kamora Hall. This performance. is not a defense. I'm sorry. I'm not this defending is her. Dead behind the eyes. I am saying that she did not interact at all, which she did not act. So she did not do this acting. She was act. awful. She was dead behind the eyes. Exactly. That's a good way to put that. Um, Utica did all right. Uh, she existed. Yes. Um, and then Rose's line it's, it's Naomi. The no. The no. So funny. I thought that was really funny. I died. But going back to what I was saying during the thing, I thought that 
the the cuts that were made before um, the end cut were funnier than this than her entire performance. I um, they're pretty on par for me. Okay. I don't think there was much of a uh, like a shocking factor of being like, oh, she's so much better. Or so much worse. Oh, I thought she was so much better in in the. Uh, I mean, it was she was so good, but I thought that her moments that were funnier in the because they the gave movie, them away before. The, no, 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 they weren't the same moments. She, they, we didn't get to see the same moments. That it was almost like there was more to the script, or that Ross was like, "Oh, do this instead," and we saw those moments in the for the rehearsals, and then that was not part of the final edit for this. That's what I'm saying. Those mm. those fine those pre-final cut things I thought were funnier than what we got in the actual final cut. Uh, so they made her worse with the edit, is what you're saying. I could say that, yes. One could say that, but should one? Um, anyways. Uh, mm, shallow was pedantic. Odd, shallow and pedantic. Uh, Simone was odd as to say that here. I don't have anything to say yeah. beyond that. Factory? Factory? I um, mean, she's doing shit that I think is the most hilarious. Yeah. It's just... Saying words stupid. Stupidly, exactly. You know, we, we both love to say stupid things, especially because I don't know English. So and spell them stupidly. Exactly. Love to spell stuff stupid. Um. So the next up, last up, is the April Fools' rush in. Um. Tina did all right. Yeah. Don't remember her. Tina had a very red chest and a very yellow face. Well, because she likes red, orange, and yellow. I guess and so. And we're not going to get anything else, because she was wearing a red wig again. Also, I felt like she was a bit of an Alexis Michelle in that moment. You remember when Alexis Michelle wore that fur coat with a, <laughs> a cocktail dress and a hat? No. And, it, and she was like, nobody told me to do anything different! Mm, mm. Yeah, that, I had that moment. Yeah. Um, Got Mick seemed a little forced. Yeah, but she was entertaining. I was entertained, but I wouldn't say that they were the best lead. Mm-hmm. They were slightly better than Denali. I thought she was more. She was better, much better than Denali. I enjoyed Gutnick's performance. Um, she got her jokes that she needed to get. Um, they seemed a bit forced, in my opinion. They weren't bad, but they seemed a bit forced to me. But they were overacted. She did what she needed to do. I'll defend that. Um, Tanisha had me worried this entire time because we had no idea what she was going to do with the share. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really enjoyed her. She took direction very well and did it. So uh, I was all right. Joey was there. Joey uh, was there. Candy made no sense. I hated Candy. I hated her. I thought she was funny. But she's was, funny in the way that it's just funny to watch somebody be a fucking idiot. It's, it, was, it, is, it has nothing to do with the performance. It was definitely one of those things where she got on there and just wanted to be obnoxious as fuck. She's not just, whoopee cushion. She's candy. She's candy. She's being candy. Uh, it was one of those roles that was... It's, it's the Vanjie edit. It was a role that was given to them and just say whatever stupid thing you want to say and just be fucking ridiculous and you're all right. Like... And I mean, people will watch you. Yes, exactly. Somebody's going to think it's funny. Exactly. I don't think it's funny. No, I... I you do a, a jig and come on and, and like, why so fucking blah? You look stupid. Yeah. It's not funny. But I mean, there's also the whole idea that like certain roles have to be built, filled by certain people. So... See, I would have enjoyed that character a little bit more if it was just kind of like a... Like a, a Squidward kind of thing. Oh, just like, bloom, 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 bloom. You Why know. you look so sad? Something like that. I don't know. But I just... Candy was not it for me. I didn't like it. Well, I 
do have to ask the question, but I'll ask this in a second. Just from the performances, I do have to say that I thought my tops were Simone. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I would like you to rank the scenes. Oh, the scenes? Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that the God Loves Flags was first. Um, and then I'd say, uh, Misery Loves Company, mostly because Olivia carried everything, and then April Fool's rush in. Hmm. Yeah, I did thing. God Loves Flags, of course, as the first, and mm -hmm. then April Fool's rush in. And then I did Misery Loves Company. All right. I can see that. Um, for my performances, I thought that the standouts for that, I actually gave four. I thought Simone, Gottmik, uh, Olivia, and Candy were the standouts. Even though Candy was obnoxious, she did really kind of steal the show from everything. Mine from the, the performance were Simone, Rosé, and Olivia. Rosé, okay. Um, I didn't think that Rosé was like that much of a standout, but one could say that. One could, and one did. Well, should one? Um, one should. One should. So then I have to ask the question, who are your top three and who are your bottom three? So as per my last statement, Simone, Rosé, and Olivia are my tops. Okay. Um, but then my bottoms, I have four. Oh, you're going to you're gonna mess up the rules, are you? Mm -hmm. So, and three is more of like a, a tied. So it's one and two definitely in the bottom, and then the three is tied. Okay. So I thought definitely Gamora obviously belongs in the bottom. Mm -hmm. La La Ree. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's between Candy and Gottmik. Oh, interesting. All right. Um... Well, in here, let me explain myself. Okay. Yet. So Gottmik, I liked their um, runway. But the performance of being the lead in the, uh, in the challenge... Not So you not put good. more pressure on her for being the lead just because she was the lead. No. But like they had they had more lines. Yeah, so so? And they weren't good at it. Yes, they were. They, they were, were on the same I would say they were on par for I would say they're on par for Denali. Okay. Denali and Gottmik were about head neck and neck, but I like Denali's outfit better. Okay. Um, and then Candy was just shitty. You, she had a shitty runway. You and, didn't put Candy in the bottom. Yes, I did. You said Lala, Ri, Kimura, uh, Gottmik, and... Did you say Candy? Yes. Oh. Candy and Gottmik were interchangeable for me. No, I don't think Candy deserved to be in the bottom, surprisingly. I um, do. She was not funny, and her uh, uh, runway was shit. Well, I... Who is yours? My top three were Gottmik, Olivia, and then I think the winner should have been Candy. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I will turn um, this podcast off. Uh, my top three were Simone, Gottmik, and Olivia. I actually thought Gottmik should have been in the top. I really loved her outfit. I thought her performance was actually really decent. She made me laugh and entertained me, so I was okay with that. Um, I think the bottom three should have been Lala Reed, Ka, Mora, and Joey J. I hated... I do think that Joey J should have been in the bottom tail. Hated Joey J's outfit. Um... I did not like her performance in, in the challenge at all because even with Ross's direction of where to go, because even if you didn't act, even with Ross's direction of where you should be talking to and whatnot, she did not get it. Because even in the final cut, she was talking full ass like sideways. So like, you ain't and you're trying a, to make a side it, profile here. An old lady doesn't have to be. Yeah, it could be just really slow. Yes, and I think the really slow would worked so much yes. better. It did not work for Joey, and I think that, and I also hated the outfit. You liked the outfit, I hated it. So I put Joey J in the bottom. Um, 
So that, those are my bottom threes, and I'm at peace with that. I think that Rosé was a middle-of-the-road thing. Uh, I thought that Candy was also very middle-of-the-road. I also think that her performance, the, despite being strong compared by considered strong by some people, her outfit was just so shitty that that put her right in the middle of everything. Uh, I think that Olivia should have been in the top three. I don't know why she was. Because I'm going to move on to the top three are Simone, Olivia, or I'm sorry, not Olivia, Simone, Rosé, and, and Candy. Candy. And the bottom three are Lala Ree, Katmora, and Denali. Denali. Which I don't think it's fair for Denali to be in the bottom. So that's where I came from. I said, then we find out who are in the bottom two. Because um, you don't have anything else before that. No. Well, I, there was the... The runways, when they're talking on the runways where Kimura has a, a breakdown about, like, not being her authentic self kind of thing, uh, which was important to address. Hey, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Drifting through the wind? I think Kimura does. I think she does. Um, but somehow Denali ends up in the bottom for just... They keep picking on one line from a Betty Davis movie. And it's... And so, yes... And I would like to have a moment here because they're like, "Oh, I have a moment." So the line is, this. "What a dump!" That's not how Betty that's, Davis says it in the movie. That's also one line. One that's, line that people have just pushed as a snowball into making this this Betty Davis character. That's just like, "I would like to go to the south of Paris. I hear the Riviera is fun this time of year." Betty Davis didn't act like that all the time. She had like two movies where she did that. The "What a dump" line is. What a dump. Which is what Denali said. Yes, it's not what a dump. Mm. It's what a dump. Which is what It's people... very down. It's yeah. not up. And and they're just like, it's so iconic. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that that's the way that people make fun of Betty Davis exactly. for doing it. Betty Davis didn't do it like that. That's, uh, yeah. And it, it's similar to the, the, but you are Blanche, you are in the chair. People are like, but you are Blanche, you are in the chair. Mm-hmm. It's, but you are Blanche, you are in the chair. Yeah. It's, it's not as it's high as people are doing yeah, it. Yeah, they're trying to, but, but see, they're trying and that's to make what it overactive. Be, yes, but specifically for the, the Betty Davis line, and I'll show you afterwards, it's, Betty Davis is not impressed by the line or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, she just says it. Yeah. It's just a line that's there and people turned into nothing. Uh, turned nothing into something. Um, well, my critique is that this is coming from... Uh, th- three 50-plus-year-olds telling a bunch of 20-year-olds uh, to understand 80-year-old references or else they have to be in the bottom. Like, that's their only choice. Which upsets me to all ends because, as I mentioned earlier, we saw this with a massive issue on uh, Season 12 Snatch King with not knowing who Poppy was, Marie the Robot. Like, you're just getting these young references that nobody understands. That's why I like Candace's Drag Race uh, honestly, sometimes more than RuPaul's Drag Race because we have Brooklyn Heights, who's a 30-something-year-old. We have Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, who's also a 30-something-year-old. And we have Stacey uh, Lane Matthews, who is Canada's treasure. And also recognizing a lot of things. Did you so, say Stacey Lane Matthews? What's her name? <laughs> That's a drag queen. It's, it's uh, Stacey... McKenzie. Stacey, Stacey, McKenzie. McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Hello, all Stacey Lane Matthews. Thanks, drag queen. I love that you were going to say Stacey Lane Matthews, and I'm like, no, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. It's Stacey Abrams. <laughs> and then you, yeah, we're not even going to say it right. Stacey McKenzie, Lord, we can't even get her name right. Um, that the treasure of Canada, Stacey Lane Matthews. Stacey Abrams. <laughs> Stacey Abrams. From the province of Georgia. Oh, boy. Um, yes. So, um, that's why I like Canada's drag race, because they recognize these things so much. Because, like, yeah. 
You can't you can't have drag that is not recognizing all different types of drag. And like this that's a major argument right now, especially with RuPaul's drag race. It's like you guys are remembering drag from back in the eighties and nineties. We're looking at drag now in two thousand twenty one, which is much different forty years later. A throwback is like 2002. Exactly. A throwback is a Britney Spears number. Talk about Britney Spears, or even if you want to go 90s kids and do some 90s references, like you've got some in sync in there. You you know you're not looking Wilson Phillips. Exactly. You're not looking very Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. I mean J Lo. You're looking at the the young icons from what we grew up on. Even fucking Lady Gaga and Kesha now are some of the Gen Z's like icons. Like. You're because Gaga and Kesha came out around 2007, 2008, 2009. So Gen Z being born in 2000 and being on RuPaul's Drag Race now at the age of Gigi Good last year, 20, who was 20 years old. Whip her snap. Whip her snap. Yeah, I'll throw that in there. <laughs> um, that's a good reference. So that's what I'm talking about with these these things. We're young and we reference these things on the podcast all the time. So whether or not someone who's young or older or whatnot listens to this podcast, they can hopefully understand our references or there's people who are identifying with them in some way, shape, or form. Um, was it unplugged? Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> How long was it unplugged for? From the beginning of the podcast. Why was it unplugged? Because he wanted to hear the... <laughs> Spoopy. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Um, so, yeah, what's I going with my uh, tangent? Yes, young people. So, we have our references, and uh, I think that needs to be identified and recognized by... The whole episode? Yes. Yeah. And that makes me... Cause, and that means it was recording on your computer, which means that they couldn't hear me the entire episode. Yeah. Sorry, everyone, that this is a shitty episode. Can they even hear me? Yeah, they can hear you. A little bit? Well, I whispered a couple times in the microphone, which means they did not hear No, anything. they didn't hear me. It was just, uh, just you. Um, yes, so I do have to say that uh, there's a new segment on our sister podcast, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Um, it doesn't matter now. That uh, is called Whip Her Snap Her, and I will be actually a guest on the podcast one time a month uh, for this segment, and I will be talking about all of the youth's culture. Um, so I will bring up um, different topics that relate to youths. Uh, but this past month that I was on there, that just came out last Sunday, um, is actually about SpongeBob and how SpongeBob is a gay icon and gay reference, which is a thing that like. It's just like a mutually understood uh, topic that all gay, not gays, all millennials really recognize. You can make a SpongeBob reference out there and a young person's gonna fucking get it. Like, I mean, it, it's it's going to be more common than it is uncommon for someone to not understand the SpongeBob reference and bond over that. So like, it's, it's, uh, it's, they, it exists, it's a, it's a thing. Uh, so whether or not he's a gay icon or not, um, he's still an icon for our generation. So generations making these comments or these jokes from our 
things that we grew up with and things that we identify with um, is going to keep happening. And RuPaul is only going to become more and more outdated. I know that Michelle Visage is... Um, she understands these things, especially because she understood Poppy and knew who Poppy was because of her children. She's in, in connection with that because of her children who are our age doing these things. So she understood who Poppy was. She knows who Poppy was from season 12. But we're going to get these references that are going to continue to be outdated. So uh, it, that's that's my little shtick that I had to throw out there. It's like, you can't keep expecting this, like, you know, knowing every single older reference because it's not, they're going to become more and more dated. And it, you're going to have queens like you that listen to them and know them. You're going to have queens like me that don't know them and don't listen to them. And like, if I was going to RuPaul's Drag Race, I would probably try to understand more about older, older culture. But like, that's not going to be something that's like sticks with me all the time, you know? Um, I don't know. That's just where I'm going to come from with that and say that Denali did not deserve to be put in the bottom just because she didn't understand a certain reference. She did not do what Kimora did with understanding a undated reference mm -hmm. and not being able to figure that one out. So, um, I don't know. Yes. She did not do worse than La La Rie as well. Like, that doesn't make La La Rie was awful. That was awful. So, it should have been La La Rie and Kamora, but I think they wanted to put two of the Chicago Queens against each other. Just two people Did you see... Uh, Denali posted a video no. about all of the Chicago drag queens doing that song. It's so good. I'll show you after. No. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry about the audio that I'm a fucking moron. Um, yeah. That's good. Uh, we'll figure that out. Well, we can't because it's can't. already done. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So you, we might... Would you like to re-record this? Uh, we could. Do I want to? No. But... If it sounds terrible, then maybe. I don't want to do it tonight. No, we can do it tomorrow. They're recording tomorrow. Oh. We can do it Sorry! Tomorrow. We can figure it out if it sounds terrible at the beginning. Um, but yeah, that, that was my little shtick there. Uh, we find out that Denali and Kimora are both in the bottom, and we find out that... Listen, uh, that was an a epic lip sync for Denali. Oh, yeah. Always. But it was so good. Yeah, the queens... The, the queens and by that I mean all of Twitter, is going wild about Denali's, both of her performances now, because she's gotten two lip sync twice now, once in the top and once in the bottom now, but everyone's like, that bitch can't fucking slay. Do assassin. not doubt that bitch. She will be a lip sync assassin when she needs to be, uh, but I'm expecting her to be in the bottom much more in, in for now. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think she doesn't be in the bottom this week to begin with, but I don't expect her to be in the bottom again, because I think this will probably light a fire in her ass, and she's like, Absolutely not. Fuck all these hoes. Yes. Fuck them. Going, going to town. So I'm hoping to see better things from Denali. Um, good things from Denali. I don't. I thought she did well, so I don't want to say better, um, but but also better. Uh, but uh, yeah, Kamora goes home, and Denali is the winner for lip sync. So. And we're not mad about Kamora going home. No. Not at all. Kamora probably should have gotten home last episode. Yeah. Personally, because she was not that great. They're like, honey, that was. Rough. Nothing. And Rough. Again, give us nothing, give us episode. So, Girl, go ahead, give also, them nothing. imagine being a part of the House of Hall and coming right off of season 12. Off of a win. Off of a win from your family and then go right into you losing first. Like, that's fucked. Her mom's probably like, you're grounded. Taj you're never going Mahal out again. probably like, what is this garbage? I don't mm -hmm. know what she talks about. <laughs> <laughs> she's from Chicago, but she talks like she's from Brooklyn. Yeah, what? What is this garbage? What is this fucking shit? What are you doing? You gotta You're talk stupid. like Smoke's voice. 
Listen, let me ask you something. Why are you fucking doing this to me? Have I never given you everything that you wanted? I can't believe that you would embarrass me on national television. Thank you, Taj Mahal, for being... Tajma. Tajma? Tajma. Well, all right. Well, that's our Ruby podcast. Um, We got about nine minutes before an Two hours here, so I guess we better wrap it up and see how this sounds, because I'm a fucking idiot! Yeah. Um, Of course, we'd like to thank our sister podcast. Mm -hmm. Actually, is it more of an aunt? It's more of an aunt. Why are they they older than us? Because it's, let's talk about gay stuff! Oh, yeah, I guess Ruby Podcast was born after Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Yeah, it's a child. All right. This is the niece podcast. Yeah. Of the Let's Talk About Gay Stuff podcast. There you go. Let's talk about gay stuff! Let's talk about gay stuff featuring some of our favorite uh, talented voice actors, Thomas and yes. Kendall! Oh. And no one else. Oh, and Dusty! And, Dusty. and no one else! <laughs> Dusty is a recurring guest just like me, and he does a little book segment too. So if you want to learn about. Oh, you're on the podcast? Yeah. I, well, I just mentioned it, bitch. Oh, I didn't, I've never listened to you speak. That was when we plugged it in, and I was like, hey, gay stuff. Um, mm. at the, the last 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yep. Anyways, uh, so Dusty's also doing a reoccurring segment where uh, he will be talking about uh, LGBT books that you should be reading. Um, giving you some books literature. Literature. So uh, you should definitely check out Let's Talk About Gay Stuff because the last two episodes have been talking about youth culture and also books. So, if you want to learn more about gay stuff, you should check out Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. That's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff.com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Instagram. Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. And Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, send them an email at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail.com. Also, we also have to say hello to our mother. Mother! 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 We've made a podcast again. Uh, that's our spoopy podcast. Our spoopy podcast is bringing you the latest and greatest in true crime, uh, urban legends, uh, scary things, science-y scary things that scare the Spencers. Um, that's Natural disasters. Not, basic, that's it, basically. Um, they're available at our spoopy podcast at ourspoopypodcast.com, our spoopy podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, our Spoopy on Twitter and Our Spoop on Facebook. You could also send them an email at OurSpoopyPodcast at gmail.com. Anyways, let's wrap this up. Um, we'd also like to thank our OG sponsor, Economy Works. Uh, well, let me tell you, Economy Works is a freelance talent network. Uh, that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, and managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the economy works! Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy works. Yeah. Oh, that dissonance. So harmonical. Yeah. (laughs) That means we should tell him to get Get Ruby Ruby with it.